world is mine, it's 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 Peace, love, and life, family. Once again, you're listening to Queen Benu, and welcome to the site for the Master Teachers, where we exercise knowledge, wisdom, and understanding exactly. Speaking life to our communities worldwide and hip hop culture. Say what? Exactly. <laughs> but before I get started with tonight's discussion, I definitely want to talk about the music you're going to be hearing tonight. So, this is a brother I found on YouTube. Like I say, YouTube is, I go there strictly for my music, right? So, I found this brother on YouTube, like I was saying, his name is Nas Kingston. And what he does is he creates instrumental mixes of like some of the hottest producers and MCs within hip hop culture. So, some of the mixes that he has out right now are Q Tip, The Alchemist. Jay Dilla, Kanye West, Dr. Dre, Reza, the one we're listening to right now. This is his Pete Rock mix. So this one is called the Beat Rock Instrumental Tape. So definitely check him out. Nas Kingston, you can find him on YouTube, SoundCloud, Facebook, Bandcamp, and Blogspot. That's Nas Kingston. And you're listening to his Pete Rock, the Beat Rock Tape. This is just strictly instrumentals. Uh, some of Pete Rock's songs that he produced and definitely a good mix. Love it. So for tonight's discussion, something I really wanted to talk about, what kind of builds on everything from the past, you know, previous episodes, which is I'm going to get into emotional intelligence and spiritual maturity. And those two go hands in hand, right? So when we talk about intelligence, you know, everybody talks about what's important for you to be the book smart or street smart, you know, um, many different types of intelligence along those two lanes, we tend to value, right? But something that does not really get kind of pushed is the importance of emotional intelligence. Because when people think about emotions, you know, people think about emotions in a negative way. Like, you're too emotional and, you know, oh my gosh, it's just too much, right? But something that I said before when I was talking about spiritual healing and growth mindset before, right? It's just that, you know, knowing your emotions and, and taking ownership of your emotions, right? it's a good thing you know nine times out of ten the people who are emotional it's because that they care and you're human and you care about things right so emotions is good i remember one of my professors before back at lena during undergrad he told me that 
me and him, we was having a discussion, you know, and I was just telling him, you know, everybody always talk about me being emotional, or I'm too emotional, I take things too serious and stuff like that. And he told me, he said, don't you ever listen to nobody tell you that, like, that's a bad thing. If you know your emotions, you're an emotional person, that means you're going to be great. Just master your emotions. Don't let your emotions master you. And so that's what I wanted to talk about today. Kind of thinking about that and then kind of, okay, well, how can I take what was given to me and give to everybody else so others are empowered, right? So emotional intelligence, right? You know, basically what emotional intelligence is, is the capacity for a person to manage and control his or her emotions, but also possess the ability to control the emotions of others also. Like if someone is having a bad day, you're able to kind of take that negative energy, those negative emotions that that person is having, and you kind of flip it into something positive for that person so that you can help change their outlook, change the course of their day, you know, knowing when to kind of step in and help people flip their emotions and kind of be able to, not in a bad way, in a good way, you know, and helping people kind of make sense of things and kind of breathe. You know, where people are not stuck in something. So emotional intelligence is not just about you and your mastery of your emotions, but being able to tap into the, emotion, the emotions of others, being able to feel their emotions, and then knowing how to interact with them. Taking those negatives and turning it into positives for them, helping them do that. Not you just doing it yourself, but helping them. Being a guide for them, to pull them out of whatever darkness you, you sense that they are in, right? And it usually starts with one question. Are you okay? You know, stuff like that. Are you okay? Are you all right? Do you need anything? Using those type of questions as segues to getting people to kind of talk and open up and feel comfortable so that you know what it is that they need and you know how to help them. Um... Emotional intelligence is definitely a very important skill when we talk about leadership, going back to the theory of collective action. You know, emotional intelligence will help you be able to communicate to people what it is that you're trying to do within your community, knowing how to come across to people, knowing the words to use to people, the tone and everything so that people are drawn in and not put off by what it is that you're saying. And emotional intelligence is grounded in being real, not being fake, but being real. Because emotions are energy. And people feel your energy. And like I said before, you don't want to ever come across to anybody as, oh, he or she, you're talking, or they're talking shit, they're full of shit, like you feel it. No, emotional intelligence is grounded very much in being real and being honest and being open with people. At the heart of emotional intelligence is having empathy. Empathy is very important. Can you put yourself in someone else's shoes? Can you think of a situation that you yourself have been in that kind of mirrors what someone else is going through? To be able to kind of trade places with a person going through something. Empathy is at the heart of emotional intelligence. 
because in order to reach people, if you see someone is going through like a negative situation or something like that, and all that energy, in order to be able to really tap into what it is that they're feeling and what they're going through, you know, you have to start from a place of empathy, not sympathy, feeling sorry for somebody. No one likes sympathy. Empathizing with somebody is totally different than sympathizing with somebody. Because you can feel sympathy towards someone. You can express sympathy. Like, oh, I'm so sorry for you. You know, that's messed up to happen. But it will still come off that person's like, yeah, okay. Because there's this distance and there's a disconnect. Empathy is about the connection. It's all about the connection. Really being able to put yourself in that person's shoes. And be like, you know what? If this happened to me, or damn, this did happen to me, so I know exactly what you're feeling, but this is how you got to go about it. Then someone is more open to listening to you and, and taking what it is that you're saying and taking it to heart because they know that you're being real, because they, they can feel that you understand it and that you get it. So always remember, emotional intelligence is grounded in empathy first and foremost. That is at the heart of it. It is about self-awareness. Are you aware about yourself and what you really went through and what you've gone through? That connects back to your spiritual healing. Healing on a deeper level and a more meaningful level that gives you a greater understanding of everything that was in play for your situation, right? So being able to have that kind of self-awareness about yourself helps you have a greater self-awareness or not even self-awareness, but have a greater awareness of other people and helping them to have a greater self-awareness about themselves. So being aware of what your strengths were in a situation and what your weaknesses were, you know, anger that you experienced and how you was able to come up out of that, you know, not forgetting what it is that you went through. Because something that I said before, a lot of people are not going to care about your destination where you ended up in life. A lot of people are going to get their inspiration and they're going to be empowered by your journey. And that's where the emotional intelligence and that's where, you know, empathy and everything come into play. Because it's about being able to deal with people on that journey level. You went through it, you walked it, and, you know, so now I can understand your walk. I haven't forgotten what I went through and where I came from. Here's the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding that I gained from that, and I'm here to help you with that. Here you go. It goes back to helping others. That final step of spiritual healing is to always help others. So even though you're still on your journey, you can still come up out of yourself and help and get back to the next person and so on and so on. And then with emotional intelligence, the flip side to that is spiritual maturity. And spiritual maturity is very, 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 very important when you're talking about doing community work and working with other people and connecting with other people because you're going to come across people who have different walks in life, right? Different backgrounds and everything. 
And number one, rule number one in spiritual maturity is understanding that everyone has their own path that they must walk. You have your path and it will be totally different from the person standing in front of you that you're talking to, that you're trying to help. They have their own path. You can't judge people just because you got to a certain point and you got to a certain place in your life. So you're going to be judgmental of everybody else. Nope, everybody has their own timing when it comes to awareness, when it comes to healing, when it comes to understanding, having a greater understanding about things and a greater awareness about things. So rule number one for spiritual maturity is understanding that everyone has their own path to walk. And you have to respect that. How does the saying go? You can only teach the people if you can reach them. If you can't reach the people, there's no way you can help the people. There's no way you can teach anybody. You have to be able to reach people where they're at. And once you're able to connect with them where they are at, that's how you'll be able to help rise them up. But you have to understand and you have to have respect for the fact that everybody has their own path that they must walk. And we can't judge nobody based on their path and based on where they are at in their path. The second point of spiritual maturity is that you're not too concerned with and you're not judging people based on their religion or spiritual beliefs and practices or lack of A lot of people can't connect based off of that alone. Religion and spiritual practices. And especially in this climate, you know, where everything is right now. Like, that's one of those things that are used to divide people and got so many people just up in arms and just acting silly and acting stupid over things that nobody, that you can't control. Some people are born into certain religious practices, certain spiritual systems and everything like that. Some people are born into it and some people have something happened in their life and this spiritual system or this religion is what helped them through a very dark time and got them to a certain place in their life and that's individual, that's personal. Religion and spirituality, that's personal. So spiritual maturity doesn't, if you're spiritually mature, you're not focused, you're not concerned on that. You're not judging people by that. What are you looking for? You're, you're looking for people and you're connecting with people and what you're much more concerned is, with is the higher ideals, right? Are people acting in the higher ideals towards one another? Are people acting in kindness? consideration, forgiveness, love, peace, tolerance, understanding, those higher ideals. That regardless of your religion and regardless of your spirituality, you know, that's what it should be about anyway. It should be about kindness and consideration and forgiveness of others. It should be about love and peace and tolerance, understanding, wisdom, those higher ideals. That's what we're concerned about when you're spiritually mature. What exactly, what exactly is the religion or the spiritual system that you're getting this stuff from, that you practice, that we, we 
That is not of concern. Once again, that is personal for the individual. Those higher ideals, and you know, many more than that, but those higher ideals, that's what's important. Respecting the humanity in another person, that's what those higher ideals are about. Treating people how you want to be treated. That's what the higher ideals are about. You know, being light and being a beacon of light for others to reach you. The higher ideals. So the second point about spiritual maturity is not being concerned with or judging people based on their religion or spiritual beliefs or practices. The focus is about the higher ideals. That's how you know if you're dealing with a person who is really good and who's really pure and who's kind-hearted as opposed to somebody who's, you know, just out for self, doesn't care about anybody else, that you can read through and you can feel the energy that they're saying within their words, listening out for the things that they're not saying as opposed to what it is that they are saying. So when you don't hear kindness, you don't feel kindness in somebody's words, when you don't hear people talking about consideration and you don't feel any type of consideration for others coming from their words, when you hear nothing about forgiveness, them forgiving themselves and forgiving others, when you don't hear anything about love, when you don't hear anything about peace and tolerance and understanding and wisdom and so on, you know this whoever it is that you're dealing with, they're not right. And you know to walk away and wash your hands of that. Because that's something else. Because when you're spiritually mature, it ain't even about all that other stuff. So forget the religion and forget the spirituality. What are your higher ideals? What are your values? So that's what spiritual maturity is about. Peeping other people's values. When you're listening to somebody talk, what are they talking about? What are they always saying? What are their values? That's what you're more focused about. The other stuff, that's personal for that individual. The third point about spiritual maturity. Doing what's right because it is the right thing to do. Not caring about or looking for any recognition or any type of reward. That's about being sincere. That is about actually practicing kindness and consideration and forgiveness and love and peace and tolerance and understanding and wisdom. Those higher ideals being put into practice. Not just being ideals that are in our heads and that we're thinking about and saying this is how we wanna be. But this point doing what's right because it is the right thing to do and not being care, not concerning or being concerned with or looking about any type of recognition or reward, you know, that's, that is those higher ideals being put into practice. Doing what's right just because it's right. And that's it. If someone is able to give back, okay. If somebody isn't, okay. You didn't do it for anything. You did it because it's the right thing to do. That's it. Just that simple. Doing what's right because it is the right thing to do. Not looking for no recognition or no reward. 
the fourth point about spiritual maturity is self-love. We want to be giving and want to be all of these things, but at the same time, we have to know that it is okay and we have a right to set healthy boundaries for ourselves. Spiritual maturity is about being strong enough and wise enough to not let people use you, to not allow people to walk over you, that in order for you to advocate for others and protect others and to value others, guess what? It starts with self. You have to be able to protect yourself. You have to be able to value yourself. And you have to be able to advocate for yourself. Because you can't do for others what it is that you can't do for yourself. And that's part of that journey. Like I said, everybody is not going to care about your destination. They want to know about your journey. And your journey has a lot to do with you making those mistakes and hitting those rocky patches on your journey, on your walk, right? And having to be able to, like, okay, I can't let this happen again to me or whatever it is, right? So knowing how and when you had to set boundaries for yourself, when you've had to protect yourself, when you really had to value you, your life and your safety, when you've had to speak up and advocate for yourself. You cannot do those things for others if you have not done those things for yourself. So self-love is a necessity for spiritual maturity, a critical part of spiritual maturity. Self-love does not take away you doing what's right for others just because it's the right thing to do. It does not take away from the fact that you're not concerned about or judging people based on their religion or spiritual practices or anything like that. Self-love has nothing to do with you not understanding, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, understanding that everyone has their own path to walk. All of those other previous points that I brought up is still valid. Because you had to advocate for all of that for yourself. Those were things that you had to make sure you had ownership for yourself. Understanding that you have your own path that is different from everybody else's. So you're not judging your progress based on the next person. That's self-love. If you've kind of been all over the place, you know what I'm saying, with religion and spirituality, or even if you've had to, you know, the fortitude, like, this is what it is, and this is who I am, and this is what I believe, and being able to stand firm in that, that's part of self-love, and that's something that you have for yourself, and you have that power for yourself, and then you're able to do the same for others. You're not going to let nobody judge you based off of what you believe on that level. And at the same time, you're not going to judge anybody else on that level. It starts with self-love. Doing what's right because it's the right thing to do. You have to do what's right for you because it's the right thing to do. For you. What you're able to do for self, you're able to give and do for others. 
So self-love is a necessity when we're talking about spiritual maturity. The fifth point about spiritual maturity is just being this awareness, right? Which kind of goes back to point number two about why you don't judge people based on their religious or spirituality. You know, because a part of being spiritually mature is that you have this awareness of the fact that there are many truths and different perspectives, right? And everybody is walking the path to what? The truth. So when you're spiritually mature, even though you may have this one system or whatever it is that you believe, but at the same time, if somebody is coming from a different faith than you, is saying it in a different way than you, but you know that what this person is saying is truth and that it's facts, spiritual maturity is about being able to accept the truth, to acknowledge the truth that you hear. Acknowledge and accept truth no matter where it comes from. Because truth is truth. Somebody may be saying it in a from a different perspective. And it's okay. Truth is something that can be felt. So you're not going to deny truth. Just like if somebody's lying to you, you know when somebody's lying. So when someone is speaking truth to us, we have to be able to accept that truth also, regardless of the vessel it's coming from. Because truth is truth. And that truth that that person is speaking doesn't invalidate the truth that you know. It gives you a greater awareness about the truth that you know. In another way, in a different lens to view your own truth. So point five for spiritual maturity is that awareness of the fact that there are many truths and perspectives and about being open to acknowledging and accepting truth no matter where it comes from. And number six, spiritual maturity means you don't have time to be angry. You don't have time to bicker and argue with people. That does not mean that anger is not a valid emotion for you to have. Not at all. I'm not saying that. But when we're talking about spiritual maturity, it's about taking that anger or any negative emotion that you're feeling or any negative experience that you've had and utilizing those emotions and those experiences in positive, constructive ways. Positive, constructive ways. Where it goes right back to point two of spiritual healing, finding positive and constructive outlets to express what it is that you're feeling, right? Remember that? Well, that spiritual healing leads to spiritual maturity. And when you're spiritually mature, then instead of looking for like an outlet, 
something creative, right? Positive and creative outlet. So like my art, I'll make a picture, I'll put something together, I'll write or anything like that. So now those experiences and now those emotions, everything that's negative that you're holding inside, now you can use it to create something that's constructive for everybody to be able to utilize. A positive, constructive way. It's about action. Because if you don't do that, that anger, those negative emotions, those negative experiences, all they will do is lead to bitterness within you. You'll end up feeling jaded. And once you're bitter and once you're jaded, you can't help anybody. And you wind up hurting yourself. So like I said before, with spiritual healing, you have to heal on that deeper, more meaningful level. And you have to find creative and positive outlets for what it is that you're feeling so that you do not hurt yourself and you do not hurt anybody else. And that's what the spiritual maturity is. When you are feeling those things, you can take it and take that negative and flip it into a positive in a constructive way so that it benefits you by helping you to release that. But then it benefits others also so that they're able to release. So point six, spiritual maturity means you don't have time to sit around and be angry. You don't have time to bicker and argue with people. You just don't have time for that. Once again, it does not mean that anger or any negative emotion that you may feel be feeling is not valid. It does not take the validity away of what it is that you're feeling. But it's just about taking that negative energy, those negative emotions, and utilizing them in positive and constructive ways so that you are not left feeling bitter and jaded. Positive, constructive ways. Action. Doing something. Okay? And then finally, the last point about spiritual maturity. And this one is kind of hard for people. It is. And it's about acknowledging the truth about love. And that, in all honesty, love is not just about the light and happy feelings and things and all that stuff. Oh my gosh, I love everybody. And everything is good and everything is okay. Like, nah, the truth about love is that love has a dark side also. Love requires real love. Will require this of you that there are going to be times when the people that you care about, the people that you love, the people you say that you care about and love, you're going to have to sit in the dark with them while they're going through their storm. And 
and they're going to have to do the same for you. Love is not about just when everything is good. The test to any true love, and I don't care if it's a friendship, a relationship, whatever. Anybody that you say that you love. Love gets tested, not when everything is good, but when everything is going wrong. That's when you find out if the people who say love you actually love you or when that's when you find out that the people you say you love do you really love them because can you sit through the dark with them and be a light for them in that dark that they're going through can you be a light for somebody while they're in their storm and vice versa when you're going through your storm are they going to be a light for you? Are they going to sit right there with you and help you get up out of that? Love is tested and shown to be true. Not when everything is good and everything is great. But when everything is just going wrong. When any and everything that can go wrong is going wrong. And that's when you find out the truth about that love that's being expressed. Because at the end of the day, love is a choice. We choose to love. Love is not a feeling. Love is not a feeling. Love is a choice. And spiritual maturity is the understanding and the acknowledgement of that. Love is not something that I feel. Love is something that I choose to do. I have people that I sat up there and when I said I love you, I mean I love you. Why? Because me loving you has nothing to do with you. That means my love is much more than a feeling of anything in a moment real quick because everything was good. No, me loving you was an active choice that I made. And even if everything goes wrong in our relationship, if it's a, somebody that was a friend of mine, you understand, or somebody that I was in a relationship with or anything like that, once I say that I love you, that was a choice that I made. And nothing changes that. Not distance, not an argument. Nothing can change the fact that I love you because I chose to love you. So that doesn't go away. Even if we never speak again, the next time I see you, guess what? I will still be able to look at you as that person that I said I love that was important to me way back when. Now how you act is totally on you. That's on you. That's your stuff. That's your mess that you're holding on to. But love is not a feeling. Love is a choice. And that is something that we all need to embrace and understand. And maybe we can change some things in our communities just based off of that alone. And our families, all of that. And for ourselves, love is not a feeling. It is a choice. And that love gets tested and proven. 
Not when everything is going right, but when everything starts to fall apart. Because nine times out of ten, the storms are always temporary. The storm will pass. And when it passes, who's standing there with you? Then you know who loves you. So emotional intelligence, you know, that's about that awareness, that self-awareness and and being able to actually hold on to and remember what it was that you went through. All those experiences, holding on to that so that you are able to be empathetic because empathy is at the heart of emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is about being able to connect with people's feelings. Knowing yours and being able to tap into the emotions of others so that you can take those negative emotions that people are feeling and you can flip it into something positive. You know what to give a person. You know how to help a person. You know exactly what to do. Emotional intelligence. Key to sound leadership. Key to being a good leader. Emotional intelligence and spiritual maturity. Those two right there will make anybody an awesome leader and you'll be able to help so many people. So once again, real quick, I'm going to run down it again, what spiritual maturity is. Point one, understanding that everyone has their own path to walk. Point two, not being concerned with or judging people based on their religion or spiritual belief systems or practices or whatever. The focus on the higher ideals like kindness and consideration, forgiveness, love, peace, tolerance, understanding, the higher ideals. Number three, doing what's right because it is the right thing to do, not caring about or looking for recognition or reward. So it's those higher ideals being put into practice. Number four, self-love, a necessity for spiritual maturity. Point five, awareness of the fact that there are many truths and perspectives of the truth. Being open to acknowledge and accept truth no matter where it comes from. Truth is truth. Point six, you don't have time to be angry. You don't have time to bigger, bicker and argue with others. Anger is an emotion and it is a valid one. Negative emotions are valid. Negative experiences are valid. But in the context of spiritual maturity, it's about taking all of that and utilizing all that negativity in, in positive and constructive ways. Because if you don't, it will only lead to bitterness and feeling jaded, which is not good for yourself or anyone else. And point number seven, acknowledging the truth about love. That is not just 
light and happy. That love also has a dark side. That the test of love and the truth about love will only be proven when people are in their darkest moments. When people are at their lowest points in their lives. And same for you. Because love is a choice. It is not a feeling. Much more than a feeling, much deeper than a feeling. Love is something that we choose to do. So remember, love, if it's real, when you're at your darkest moment in your life, those people that are with you, by your side while you're in your storm, those are the people that love you. When that storm passes, those people that you see around you, those are the people that love you. And vice versa. When those that you say you love are going through their darkest moments, when they're in their storm, and when that storm passes, and you're right there with them, guess what? Your love is real. Because love is a choice. It's something that we choose to do. Much more, much deeper than any feeling that we think love is. It is a choice. So as always, I wish you all peace, love, and light and continued blessings. And of course, if you want to find out more about the Phoenix Queens of the Nation, you can check out our website at phoenixqueensofthenation.com or you can shoot us an email at phoenixqueensofthenation at gmail.com. Once again, this is Queen Banu. Wishing you all peace, love, and light and continued blessings. Speak with you next time. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.